On a Tuesday morning here at Wax, as we're well into the new year now, five days in already. Good morning. we got lots of chores to do here at Wax and the weather that's going to be very un-January. Like, man, I don't ever remember a winter where we haven't talked about below zero, wind chills, things like that. But we're not going to talk about it this week either, as temperatures are going to be main. Very, very nice for the first week in January, and, you know, we get to the first week in March, and already we're talking daylight saving time and longer days, so, boy, oh, boy, I don't know. Where Where is winter going, huh? Hey, good morning. We got chores to do on the farm show this morning here on Wax. I'm Bob. And I'm Scott. It sounds like you got your seeds ordered and everything already. You're all set for spring. Boy, I'll tell you, we get a little more nice snow cover here, and, uh, you know, the frost doesn't go down any further than it is. It could be another early <laughs> spring like we had last year. I don't know if we can get two years in a row like we had last year. That was that was pretty nice for the most part. Could be, but, you know, even this morning on a beautiful day like it's going to be, I stepped out into the farmyard, and it said January. That first inhale, and so what? Te- what's the te- twelve degrees here at the farm? We yeah. have how, what, it's uh, still January. How far can you see? Because there's some fog out there this morning too. Well, it's pretty dark, so I can't see my milk house. So that's uh, a <laughs> well, part sign. of that. Part of that might be a fog problem. So be careful if you are up and at them early. There is fog out there, and uh, that will burn off. This today, we if we get a little sun, I say if we get a little sun later on, and I think we will. This might be the only day that we see sun all week, but temperatures will remain uh, pretty nice. 30, but, low 30s, but, upper 20s. But the sad part of all all of it is these last couple days with that fog, oh, that hoar frost or rime. I actually asked Kelly Slifka yesterday, was it rime or hoar frost? Because there's a fine difference. But uh, And he was going to look that up. We have to remind him of that today. But so beautiful. I, I can't remember seeing uh, January days any more beautiful with the horror frost. Yeah, it really is. And then last month in December, there were a few days where the sunsets were absolutely spectacular. So weather-wise, yep. not a lot to complain about, that's for sure. But there are plenty of other things we can complain about, like milk prices. And we'll talk about those absolutely. as we uh, end of the year with that Class 3 price falling in December and... Uh, Lots of other things to talk about, and uh, of course, you were in the Southland over the uh, Christmas holiday. Did you see anything uh, caught your attention outside of a lot of rain? Oh, there was a lot of rain on the way down, let me tell you, to the south. Uh, We spent a few days with my father-in-law in in Florida and uh, hunkered in his house, ate some good Cuban food, I'll tell you. Did you get any seafood down there? (laughs) No, we didn't get out for seafood. That was the problem with this pandemic yeah, thing. That it, uh, normally we take one day to get out and uh, grab some good seafood, and we didn't do that this year because of the pandemic. Well, that's, uh, hopefully this pandemic uh, gets out of here. The vaccine gets out, and we get uh, we get everybody vaccinated that, that wants to be vaccinated. I don't know why they don't want to, but that's their business. So uh, yeah. hey, you go uh, take a look at some farm news, and we'll talk to you after the top of the hour. We'll do that. There goes Scott this morning, and we'll get him back here in just a little while. Hey, it's kind of foggy out there. If you're just getting up and got to do any traveling, you might want to allow yourself a little extra time because uh, there are some places where it's kind of dense out there. We're about 18 degrees right now. We'll get up into the low 30s, and depending on 
the sunshine today, how much, if any, we get, it could uh, push it up a degree or two. So, again, about 32, give or take a few degrees, is going to be the high temperature today. Not bad for the 5th of January. It's 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM WAXX Eau Claire. Let's get some of the news. NBC News Radio. I'm Mark Mayfield. President Trump is again claiming that he came away victorious in November's election. Well, I want to thank you very much. Hello, Georgia. By the way, there's no way we lost Georgia. There's no way. A rigged, that was a rigged election. Speaking at a rally in Georgia, Trump touted the nearly 75 million votes cast in his favor. He argued the tally is the most ever for an incumbent president. Trump was campaigning for Republicans in today's Senate runoff elections. And control of the Senate is on the line in today's runoff election in Georgia. Control of the Senate is literally at stake in two races featuring two Republican senators and two Democratic challengers. Incumbents David Perdue and Kelly Leffler are facing tough challenges from Democrats John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock. A win by the two Dems would produce a 50-50 split in the Senate. Soon-to-be VP Kamala Harris would be the tie-breaking vote after January the 20th, giving Democrats control of the Senate. Christmas bomber Anthony Warner's writings during his final days leading up to the Nashville blast are being examined. WTVK in Nashville reports an acquaintance received a package from Warner on New Year's Day, postmarked December 23rd. The package contained nine typed pages and two thumb drives covering several bizarre topics like lizard people and some conspiracy theories involving 9-11. They do not point to a clear motive for the bombing. The report says multiple people who knew Warner received similar packages. Alex Trebek had a message about togetherness and giving nearly two months after his death from cancer. His final taped episodes of Jeopardy! started airing this week. On Monday night, Trebek said that he had asked viewers to give thanks for their blessings, and now he was asking them to be generous with their loved ones and with those who are suffering because of COVID-19. And Arizona is now dealing with the highest rate of new coronavirus cases in the nation again. Infections have skyrocketed over the past seven days with 57,000 positive tests. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Well, I don't want to wish my life away, but I'll be so glad when January 20th gets here. Wow. For a lot of reasons. Well, we've got three minutes after 5 o'clock, and we've got weather that's not too bad. Remember, this is January in Wisconsin. Hi, this is Cassie. I've worked at Pete's Trailer Sales in Rice Lake for 10 years. I've watched this company grow from six employees to 16. We've also expanded our lot. We're here along with 700 trailers to get you set up with a trailer to meet your needs. It's been interesting over the years to help people move their stuff, whatever it may be. So if you have something to haul, see our website at Pete'sTrailerSales.com, call us 715-234-1993, or come and see us. Winter in the Chippewa Valley. It's wonderful. Until it isn't. Tom Stryker for JY Collision Center in Chippewa Falls. Look, we live in an amazing area, but we're not immune to clowns crashing into us or critters jumping out of the ditch. When that happens, that's a major disruption to you and your family because you count on your vehicle for so much every day. JY Collision Center understands. Their total commitment to your total satisfaction is not only getting the job done right, but also getting it done as efficiently as possible. They work directly with your insurance and keep you in the loop, so there are no surprises. Their technicians aren't newbies that are using your car to learn on. They're experts with an alphabet full of industry certifications. JY Collision also does the work some shops won't even touch. Aluminum bodies, rust repair, auto glass, and custom paint and body work. Between their original Fall Creek shop and new Chippewa location, they're the ones you want to make things right again. 
See all the reviews and quality of their work on Facebook and at jycollisioncenter.com. They're all about appearance. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, be careful. It might be foggy where you're at. We do have a scattered frog, a scattered fog, and where you do have fog in some places, it's pretty darn thick out there. Hopefully, it'll burn off early. We've got partly cloudy to partly sunny skies today, and if we do get sun today, it'll be probably the only day of the week we do get sunshine. Otherwise, it's going to be a pretty cloudy week. No real precipitation in the forecast, just clouds. So, partly cloudy to partly sunny today, about 32 Cloudy overnight, down to about 18. Tomorrow, about 31 cloudy. Thursday, Friday, 30. Saturday, 26. Sunday, 28. Under cloudy to partly cloudy skies. Right now at Rice Lake, they're the cold spot. Checking in at 8. Medford's checking in at 22. Wausau and Marshfield, 26. Only 17 in La Crosse this morning. 31 over at Green Bay, 25 in the Madison Sun Prairie area. 32 over at Milwaukee. And here in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area, again, with fog around the area, we're at 18 degrees. Looking for hopefully a little sun today and highs in the low 30s. We right now have six minutes after 5 o'clock. we got some more work to do. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Sternwise Ready Mix Division is on the ground floor of construction projects like buildings, basements, driveways, floors, sidewalks, and patios for both businesses and homes. As the temperatures get colder, Sternwise and Sons is ready to do your project with concrete that has heating agents for cold temperatures. Contact Sternwise and Sons for advice on the proper care of your concrete. Sternwise and Sons is now hiring truck drivers, CDL required. Sternwise and Sons Block Division. 400 East Arnold Street in Marshfield, serving you since 1972. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And let's get to it, courtesy of Rural Mutual Insurance. And uh, Scott rejoined us to take a look at the markets and into the new year. Where are we so far with the cash livestock, Scott? Well, fed beef steers are at 97 to 109 with mixed 80 to 97. Fed beef heifers, 97 and a half to 109 with a mixed 70 to 96. Fed Holstein steers, 86 and a half to 96 and three quarters with select and choice, 60 to 86. Cows are at 40 to 52 with a top selling, 50 to 69, and bulls, 59 to 86. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at 37 and down, sows, 25 to 28, and boars, 10 down. Shorn market our new crop shorn market lambs are at 155 to 235 and old crop market lambs at 125. Feeder lambs are 175 to 275. Very good, sir. You get some farm news together and we'll catch up with you on that here in just a few minutes. Indeed. There he goes. That's uh, Scott again this morning as uh, we're back in the harness, so to speak, following the holidays. At the Mercantile Exchange uh, yesterday, cattle futures were lower, hogs were higher. 
February live cattle, 112.30 down 272. April down $3 at 116.25. June cattle, 112.57 down 212. And August at 112.65 down 177. Feeder cattle contracts, January 134.95 down $4. March down 420 at 136.02. April down 372 at 138.05. May feeder cattle, 139.67, down 3.17, and August at 146.95, down 207. As we said, lean hog carcass contracts were higher. February closed at 71.22, that was up 95. April at 73.62, that was up 137. May at 77.75, up 102. And uh, June hog carcasses contracts, 83.87. That was up 105. Board of Trade was higher yesterday, but then the overnight gave a little bit back as, uh, boy, soybeans were up during the day 30-some cents yesterday, but a late sell-off in the stock market to push prices lower at the end and overnight, although still a little bit higher. March corn up a penny overnight at 485. The oats up a penny at 357. The March wheat also up a penny at 643. March soybeans up 17 cents, $13.30 a bushel this morning. Meal for March up 3.30 a ton at $427. Cheese and butter were lower yesterday. Barrels down six, 148 and a quarter. The blocks down three and a quarter at 161 and three quarters. Double A butter down two and a half, 139 and a half. And the class three followed January down 38 at 1542. February down 37 at 1712. March down 23 at 1728, April down 14 at 1723, and May down 15 at 1724. So that's where the markets are, courtesy of Rural Mutual Insurance. 11 minutes after 5 o'clock, again, foggy out there. We'll have a partly cloudy to partly sunny day. High should be in the low 30s. Did you know that Lindstrom Equipment is one of the only family-owned farm equipment dealers left with the same family name? And if you want more from a compact or utility tractor, Lindstrom Equipment is where you'll find more. More of the newest Massey Ferguson tractors offering more versatility, more durability, and more performance. Stop by Lindstrom Equipment today and find out how Massey Ferguson is expanding the possibilities of what a great tractor can be and why a Massey Ferguson from Lindstrom Equipment will be the last tractor you'll ever need. Lindstrom Equipment in Modena and Menominee. You've got a big job to do, and Lindstrom Equipment is going to help get it done right with the world's first and only telescopic skid steer loader. Now he can reach higher, further, and deeper with the all new JCB Teleskid. This unique machine introduces endless possibilities on any work site by allowing access to areas that are impossible with an ordinary skid steer. Stop by Lindstrom Equipment today in Menominee or Mondovi to learn about their full line of JCB agriculture equipment. Lindstrom Equipment, same name, same family-owned business for over 50 years. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Yeah, Lindstrom Equipment down there in Mondovi, Modena area. Need farm equipment to get down there and talk to those folks. Good people down there. 12 minutes after 5 o'clock again. Might be a little foggy out there this morning, so... Be careful, won't you? Hopefully you'll see some sun as it goes along. Class 3 is out. Sign up for CRP. Lots to talk about this morning. 
We're 15 minutes after 5 o'clock. We've got some farm news to take a look at, and we'll do that with Scott. That's coming up next after we eat some good cheese. There's no such thing as having too much cheese, so it's time to restock after the holidays with Marika Gouda in Thorpe, where they are passionate about modern family farming. Try something new. Marika Gouda bacon, black mustard, or honey clover. If you think it, they probably have it. And not only their award-winning cheeses, but you can shop for wines, chocolates, and Dutch flare items, too. Check out their new and improved website and make all your shopping easier and enjoyable. MarikaGouda.com. Remember to try Marika Golden, the cheese of the month. Marika Gouda in Thorpe at MarikaGouda.com. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Almost 16 after 5 o'clock here at Wax on a Tuesday morning. We got lots of farm news to take a look at. Scott, what's uh, happening out there? Uh, Dairy farmers saw a big drop in their milk prices in December. The Class 3 price for the month fell to $15.72. That's $7.62 less than November and $3.65 less than last December. The average Class 3 price for last year was $18.16 with four months above $20, but with a low price of just $12.24 in May. Things had been looking up before those December price drops. The November all milk price across the state was twenty two seventy, up a dollar twenty from October and twenty cents better than last November. That Wisconsin price was also a dollar thirty higher than the national average price as all twenty four of the top milk producing states except Idaho saw higher prices for the month. Oregon had the highest price at twenty five ninety a hundred weight and the lowest price was in Michigan at eighteen fifty. Prices for other major commodities produced in the state were mixed in November. Corn averaged three fifty seven a bushel, up twenty cents from October, and a nickel more than last November. Soybeans brought ten forty a bushel, up ninety five cents from October, and two dollars and one cent more than a year ago. The oats price averaged two thirty seven a bushel, down six cents from October, and a dollar eight less than last November. All hay prices averaged 186 for the month, up $28 from October, but down $37 a ton from a year ago. Alfalfa hay brought $196 in November, up $26 from October, but $36 less than a year ago. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue has announced a new round of funding for the Farmers to Families Food Box Program. So far, that program has given out more than 132 million food boxes, or about 3.3 billion meals, to support people in this country who are in need of such help. This new round of funding totals $1.5 billion to buy farm products and process them for delivery and distribution distribution to food pantries and shelters across the country. This will be the fifth round of funding for that program. And that's a good program. It has been a very good program. It's helped farm prices. It's helped feed people. It, uh, boy, it's hard to believe that many people in this country are food insufficient right now. But the way this uh. COVID virus is uh, going on, this pandemic is... I'll tell you, when this thing started last March, I never dreamed... We'd still be talking about it now. Did you? No, I I was hoping that uh, 
the hunkering down at the time would have shut things off and we would have headed it off at the pass, but we couldn't get her done. So here we are. Hopefully those vaccines are going to be pouring into us. Boy, I hope so. Yeah, because, from my point of view, at least. Yeah, hopefully we'll uh, we'll get her done. But and then I see that pharmacist down in Milwaukee area that set some oh, up, boy. let him rot. He's he's out of jail now, but he's facing some jail time, up to ten years maybe. So, yep. Yeah, we got to get. We all got to get on the same page. That's that's what's holding us back. So hopefully we will. Yep. All right, sir. Well, we got more farm news to look at. We'll get some regular news. So uh, we'll talk to you here in just a little while. We shall. There goes Scott. Yes, we do have other farm news to talk about, including we'll take a look at the calendar. Wisconsin Farmers Union getting ready for their annual convention coming up at the end of the month. But uh, make sure that if you're a crop consultant or do your own cropping on the farm, that uh, you don't miss the 2021 Agronomy Update virtual meetings. They're not going to be live. They're going to be virtual this year. And the first one is today. It'll start at 9 o'clock this morning. From 9 o'clock until 11.50, they'll talk about, uh, well, Joe Lauer, Corn's agronomist, be there. Sean Connolly, soybean and small grain specialist. So, again, January 5th is today, and then the next one will be on Thursday. And if you haven't registered yet, by golly, bug your county agent this morning and see if you can't still get registered for that, because those are always good meetings. And, again, the agronomy update meetings, the first one is today, starting at 9 o'clock this morning. And our old buddy Bill Halfman from down at Monroe County will be moderating that. So those are good meetings. Coming up, the tough, tough job it is to get started in agriculture, starting in farming. We'll talk about that next here on Wax. It's about 21 after 5. Dan the Resale Man is a new resale store on Eau Claire's West Side on Westgate Road just off Cameron next to Dan the Moving Man. Dan the Resale Store has so much, from food to office furniture to personal care items like face masks, deodorant, soap, and more for less. Talking one-third of retail price. Save money and still get everything you need at Dan the Resale Man, Westgate Road just off Cameron in Eau Claire. Find them on Facebook. Open Monday through Thursday, 8 to 5, Friday and Saturday, 8 to noon. Dan the Resale Man. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We all know that farming is a family tradition, but what does it mean to carry that through? From the western end of the world's longest barn in La Crosse, I'm Caitlin Riley, and I grew up on my family's farm, but of course I work here in radio with you folks, Josh, and I can tell you it is a lot of work in and out, and the thought of going back and taking over your family's farm might be more than what some of us anticipated. <laughs> yeah, Caitlin, I, I'm in the same situation as you. Josh Scramlin here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. My family still actively farms, and when I go back on weekends or if I'm there for any extended amount of time, my dad sucks me back in and makes me haul hay. Um, but, you know, it was never really in the cards for me to take over the farm. But for so many folks in Wisconsin, it is. But it's such a lengthy process. And I'm certainly not trying to discourage anybody, but there's a lot that goes into it. And one of the folks that is finding that out right now is 23-year-old Luke Wavernick of Brown County, Denmark to be exact. He is looking to take over his family's dairy, and he's learning everything that goes into that process. I'm from a 130-cow farm. I've been running that with my, my dad really since I graduated from, from high school. I have four older siblings, and they all kind of took their own path going different places in life from the medical field, insurance, and then my sister works for Edge and DBA. Um, so I've kind of taken more towards the, the farm and just kind of 
the the ownership and then also just kind of management responsibilities that way uh so currently this last year is really kind of when we started talking about transitioning into the farm and ownership to try to extend the process out as much as possible so my dad's going to be turning 63 and i'd really like to have full ownership of the farm before he turns 70 because i feel like by the time he gets to 70 he shouldn't have to be responsible and i if i'm running the farm completely i don't want to have not full ownership of it yeah well let's break down the process because i don't think people realize just how difficult it is for it to hop from one generation to the next everybody's always excited when you're like oh the next generation's taking over but then once the confetti falls you're looking around like what do we do i mean so how difficult is that process absolutely so it's difficult for for the person coming in but then it's also difficult for the people that are trying to get out and and get the value of all the years that they've put into into their farm so especially in dairy farming it's really it's very equity rich you have a lot of assets but the the liquidity is difficult because when you sell it it's just sold once and it's not something that can completely keep going so you're not making a lot of cash to, to carry over from year to year so for for our process um with with our farm um everything's trying to get paid for with the farm so that way my parents have to pay the least amount of taxes possible is kind of is, is our goal so for us um we're starting off with, with our with our equipment and our animals um so i'm going to be able to make money with the equipment and the animals and then be able to pay off the land and the and the, the buildings after that point um so really the whole process kind of starts with just the conversation uh, um, so figuring out what do your parents want to get out of it what is the time period that they're looking for and then also what is your time period um, so starting that conversation as early as possible is the best uh, advice that I could give to another young mm-hmm. producer uh, and then after that it's kind of figuring out okay what do you want to do and then what do I want to do and then how how are we going to make that happen and also getting a third-party person involved so that way you really can kind of get your thoughts out and then kind of have somebody organize what, what you, what you want to do and kind of give you advice and guidance from there. I'm curious, the conversations between you and your parents, like who initiated that? How did it all begin? Uh, I, I feel like I started it, so I kind of brought it up. But then after I brought it up, it was something that kind of fizzled away and it didn't really move too far on. Uh, but my mom, uh, so me and my dad farmed together and my mom has a job off the farm. Mm-hmm. And my mom's kind of looking towards retiring now. And because of her retirement, she would like her my dad to be retired mm-hmm. and be able to do the things that she wants to do with him. Um, so she's the one that really made the big step forward by going and talking to the lawyer and getting the transition paperwork started and, and really pushing the button. Mm-hmm. Were they difficult conversations to have? Because the whole time, I mean, it's just, it's been you and your dad working in a partnership, and now all of a sudden you're going to be the top gun when he gets out. Yeah. Um, I think the most difficult conversations are, are just the, the insurance. So assuring your parents that this is what you want to do and that you are making these decisions because it's something that you actually want and desire not because you feel pressured to be in there Mm -hmm. so (laughs) that was probably the most difficult conversation that i've had to deal with with my parents it's just them wanting to know okay is this something that you actually want to do and (laughs) understanding the commitment that you're making Mm -hmm. so from where we're at now and do, do you mind me asking how old you are 23 oh okay well that's funny i'm 23 too so (laughs) look at us go but okay so you're 23 right now at what age like this is going to be this is going to be what a five or six year process 
at, at very minimum. Um, so kind of what my ideal time frame is that I'd like to have the farm completely transitioned by the time my dad turns 70. Um, and he's 63. So about a seven-year process is what I'm hoping. Um, but I could be longer, especially with the with the land. Um, the, the value of that is, is, a, is a big part of it. Yeah, what are the things that have kind of popped up here and there? Like the little fires that you maybe weren't anticipating, but things that pop up and you're like, okay, yeah, we definitely need to get that taken care of before I take over the farm. Uh, kind of just decision making. Um, and then also because with when you're running a farm, there's a lot of different people involved. So you, you try to be an expert. You, you have a little bit of knowledge in all these different fields, but you can't be an expert in every single spot. So you have a nutritionist, you have an agronomist, you have uh, people that are tell, helping you with your calves, you have your veterinarian. Well, okay, if, if you don't feel like your expert in that area is holding up to what you, your, accountability, your accountability that you're looking for in them, now you need to have that conversation with two people rather than just my dad making that decision before, like, I need a new nutritionist, I need a new agronomist, where now... I feel like I, I want to make changes, but but it's still in his ownership. It's still his decision to make. So that's something that's probably been the biggest roadblock, like a hurdle that we're just trying to work through. I think I've been neglecting to ask you a really important question, but um, what, what made you want to take over the farm? Uh, so a big part of it is so my, my, my family members. So having my siblings doing their own dif- different thing uh, was a big part of it. So then... I, I saw a lot of potential um, in, in just kind of our farm, but then also in, in agricultural in general. Um, I, I really enjoy working in agriculture, but I wouldn't want to have a job off the farm where I wasn't the owner. Right. Um, so given the opportunity where I could own my own business and, and kind of make it grow from there is where I really kind of got interested in our farm. Out of your friend group, say like your five or six closest friends, are you the only one that's going back to the farm or are some of your other friends thinking about it as well? Uh, I, I have a... A cousin that um, just purchased the farm, and then I have another cousin that is really interested in beef farming, um, but he's uh, just got, he's, he's starting off small. He's working his way into it, and then his parents they own land, but they're renting it out right now. So transitioning that back from rented land to he wants to start his own cropping, he wants to start raising more animals and, and that kind. And again, the challenge to getting started in farming, even when you're on your own family's land. The challenges are still monumental, that's for sure. The good thing is there are a lot of young people that want to farm. They really, Like you said, I want if I'm going to be in agriculture, I want to be farming. I want to be on the land. And uh, you still get that. You talk to kids in the FFA chapters and whatever, and they want to take over the family farm. It's just the challenge of being able to do it. Almost 5.30 in the morning, we're going to catch up with Scott and get some of our local news, and we'll get to Kelly and uh, talk about the weather. So we got some things to get done this morning here on Wax. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you're not alone. Call the 24-hour helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 5.30 in the morning. and getting foggy out there this morning if you're out and about or wondering why you can't see the barn. I, <laughs> I don't think it's because of what you did last night. There's a lot of fog yeah. out there. So so be careful. Scott, we've got uh, other news to take a look at besides what's going on in agriculture. What's up? 
We do. A Cumberland man is facing first-degree homicide charges for what investigators are calling a road rage homicide shooting. The district attorney in Barron County last week filed the charges against Clayton Lawrence. Police said he shot and killed 45-year-old Lawrence Robertson back in December on, on the 28th. Details about what led to the shooting have yet to be released. The case against the pharmacist accused of running, ruining hundreds of doses of the coronavirus vaccine might be changing. Stephen Brandenburg left jail yesterday, and prosecutors walked back some of the charges against him. The district attorney in Ozaki County said the doses might not be spoiled, and they're checking on that, on that status. Aurora Health still has those doses, and the hospital is working to see if they're still viable. If they are, the felony destruction of property charges and the recklessly endangering safety charges that Brandenburg is facing would be dropped. Brandenburg's ex-wife said he was focused on conspiracy theories. Prosecutors say he thought the vaccine could hurt people. Governor Tony Evers yesterday called up 500 Wisconsin National Guard troops to head to Kenosha. The governor said the troops will be in Kenosha to work with local law enforcement and protect infrastructure if necessary as potential charges are considered in the Jacob Blake police shooting case. There will be a vote on a coronavirus relief package at the state capitol in Madison and whether that package becomes law is another question. Republicans in the legislature yesterday introduced their coronavirus relief plan as the first bill to be voted on this year. The Republican plan directs $100 million toward coronavirus costs and makes sure that the seniors in the state don't have to pay for the vaccine. But the plan would also set limitations on school board decisions about whether students may be taught virtually, require teachers to be in school facilities while teaching virtually, give businesses in the state some protection from coronavirus lawsuits, and allow visitors to return to the state's nursing homes. And Bob, this is big for us. There will not be a new Allison Dairyland named in May as usual this year. The Wisconsin Department of Agriculture, Trade and Consumer Protection yesterday canceled this year's finals because of the coronavirus. Allison Dairyland is the state's representative for the dairy and other uh, commodity industry, and she spends her summers touring the state's fairs and other events. The current Allison Dairyland, Julia Nunez of Chippewa Falls, will continue her reign and, until a new Alice is selected uh, later on this summer. I think that was kind of in the works in the beginning, I think, and I haven't yep. verified this with Julia, but I think when they talked to him, they asked if they'd be able to serve for two years rather than just the traditional yep. one year. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a real sign that things are – I mean, you're looking all the way out now. Will there be an FFA convention, the state FFA convention live coming up in right. June? I mean, there are a lot right. of things that are still up in the air as far as, you know – we got to get people vaccinated. We got to get this out, and uh, we got to get this thing solved. I, I don't know about you, but I'm getting sick. I'm getting sick of myself staying home alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I know, I'm not I'm pretty to talk important, to. but only when I talk to myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My importance is running out in a hurry. That's for sure. We we got to get this out of control, un, under control. Under rather. control. Yeah. Yeah. All right, sir. We'll check in with you a little bit, but we got to talk to uh, Kelly. What yep. did you say was the deal with his weather? You were talking about well, whether it, whether the whether it's hoarfrost or rhyme. Rhyme is another form I never of, heard of. Never heard that, of rhyme. All right, oh, well, I'll, I'll ask him. You go take another yep. 
bite of something. <laughs> All right. There he goes. That's Scott this morning. Well, let's get over to Skywarn 13 and talk with Kelly Slifka this morning about our weather information. And uh, Kelly, hoar frost or rime, what's the difference? Uh, well, rime frost is when you have super cooled uh, raindrops and it freezes okay. r- right on contact, where frost is uh, a little bit different, just the way it's formed. So I don't know what it is this morning. I haven't really seen it. Uh, the other but morning, pretty, we did have rime frost. pretty out there. Yeah, it could be really pretty, especially if we get some sunshine to break through some of this fog uh, this morning. It is fairly dense in some spots. We're getting reports up near Rice Lake that the visibility is near zero over toward Nielsville, about a half of a mile. Here in Eau Claire at the airport, it's down to three-quarters of a mile. So you might be okay for a while, but as you're driving along, you might run into some of that thick fog. So just be aware of that. That will be throughout the morning hours. One thing that's hard this time of the year is whether or not we can burn off this fog. The sun is just not strong enough. We don't have a lot of wind today, so we've got this low-level moisture that just gets trapped near the surface. But hopefully we can break out and get some sunshine out there later today. And if we do, we should get up to about 32. We'll get partly cloudy skies tonight down to 18. Looking at cloudy skies tomorrow, 31, and it's going to be pretty cloudy this week. Uh, Thursday, 30, and on Friday, we should be up to about 30. Temperature still above average, pretty quiet this week. Right now, with some fog in the Eau Claire area, currently 17 degrees. I'm Scott 113, meteorologist Kelly Slifka. But pretty foggy around the whole area, isn't it? Yeah, and it's, you know, like I had mentioned, it's not too bad in Eau Claire right now, at least in the city, but uh, once you get in some of those valley spots, it really goes downhill quickly. All right, so be careful out there. That's Thank right. you, Kelly. You bet. All right, Kelly Slifka over there. There Now you know the difference between rime frost and the hoarfrost out there. So we'll have a test coming up later on this morning. But again, 17 degrees and, you know, like I said earlier, no wind chills to talk about, no minus 17 or anything like that. It's 17 above and quiet out there, so a pretty nice morning. We are about 23 minutes before 6 o'clock. We'll take a look at more news, a little calendar action this morning as uh, we take a look at our weather on wax this morning. Brought to you by Lindstrom Equipment in the Mondovi Modena area. Get over there and talk to Brett and the gang over there at Lindstrom Equipment. Did you know that Lindstrom Equipment is one of the only family-owned farm equipment dealers left with the same family name? And if you want more from a compact or utility tractor, Lindstrom Equipment is where you'll find more. More of the newest Massey Ferguson tractors offering more versatility, more durability, and more performance. Stop by Lindstrom Equipment today and find out how Massey Ferguson is expanding the possibilities of what a great tractor can be and why a Massey Ferguson from Lindstrom Equipment will be the last tractor you'll ever need. Lindstrom equipment in Modena and Menominee. You've got a big job to do and Lindstrom Equipment is going to help get done right with the world's first and only telescopic skid steer loader. Now he can reach higher, further, and deeper with the all-new JCB Teleskid. This unique machine introduces endless possibilities on any work site by allowing access to areas that are impossible with an ordinary skid steer. Stop by Lindstrom Equipment today in Menominee or Mondovi to learn about their full line of JCB agriculture equipment. Lindstrom Equipment, same name, same family-owned business for over 50 years. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, we've got a lot of markets to get to. We've got more farm news to get to. Scott is uh, back with us. And uh, what else is going on? There are things happening in January. Just everything's virtual. It really is. But what?
one thing that will be coming up that isn't going to be necessarily totally virtual, the next general sign-ups for the Conservation Reserve Program began yesterday and will run through February 21st. That program started in 1985, encourages landowners to set aside sensitive or low-yielding acres and plant them in grasses or other wildlife habitat, improving species and receive a rental check in return. County Farm Service Agency offices are again handling the sign-ups for that program, which is really popular. It really is. Uh, we got, I don't know, 23, 25 million acres across the country in CRP right now, so very, very yep. important. Well, there are some other things coming up. We alluded to this earlier, the uh, agronomy update meetings, uh, virtual meetings, again, virtual, 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 are coming up, and uh, they will be starting today. Joe Lauer, Sean Conley, and other specialists from the university will be on the programs, and the first program starts at 9 o'clock this morning. So crop consultants and others, if uh, you do your own cropping, you might want to be on those meetings. If you can't get on the one this morning, there will be one coming up on Thursday starting at 1 o'clock, and I can't imagine... Scott, can you that there'd be a problem with attendance because it's all going to be virtual, just another person signing onto the computer? That's right. And, uh, you know, you get to see everybody face-to-face that way sometimes yeah. if you do that. So. Yeah, it might be kind of a small picture, but uh, you'll see them. Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> and, of course, sign-up uh, was done at the end of uh, last week. So contact your county agent right away this morning to see if you can't get on that meeting. Yep. And Scott's going to be in touch with uh, Darren Von Ruden uh, a little bit later on because the Wisconsin Farmers Union 90th Annual Convention comes up virtually later this month. And uh, I would imagine Darren will have a lot to talk about with the the new uh, president and new agriculture secretary. And uh, it'll be interesting to talk to him and see what he's got to say. Yeah, one thing I'll say is I'm glad you're not around the Farmers Union all the time, Scott, right now, because <laughs> I wouldn't be able to handle your good humor. Oh, I handle guess your not. good humor. You I know? guess not. So that's convention weekend, January 30th and 31st, and uh, we'll find out when Scott gets a chance to talk to Darren about uh, yep. who's going to be up there. The three board seats are up for election in uh, 2021. That's District 2, Dunn, Pepin, Pierce, and St. Croix counties. District 6, Adams, Columbia, Green uh, Green Lake, Juneau, Marathon, Marquette, Portage, Sauquapaca, Washera, and Wood Counties, and then District 7, which is way down in southern and southeastern Wisconsin. So uh, that's coming yep. up. And also, again, uh, don't forget, the sign-up for the uh, CRP is underway, and that goes until February 12th. And uh, we got a lot of scholarships open and available, so we'll talk about that as the time goes on. But... January is always a busy meeting for month or a busy month for meetings, and I don't imagine that's going to change anytime soon. That's right. Just that they'll that's be right. virtual. All right, sir. You take care, and right. uh, we'll uh, visit with you later on. We shall. There goes Scott this morning, taking a look at uh, some of the things going on. Right now, we're eighteen minutes before six o'clock, and uh, we've got some markets to get to. Let's get to it, shall we? As we uh, head down to the Equity Barn at Sparta. Rod Knutson tells us what happened at yesterday's sale. The slaughter cow market today is steady with 20% of the cows at 55 to 63 and a half, 60% of the cows at 40 to 55, and 20% of the cows at 40 and down. Organic cows coming in at 60 to 72. Slaughterable market steady at 68 to 75. We topped at 85. 
with your canner to lightweight utility bowls and heavy bowls at 68 and down. Fed cattle market steady with the choice overnight be- beef steers and heifers at dollar six to a dollar ten. Select the choice beef steers and heifers at ninety four to a dollar five. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers at ninety six to a dollar. Choice overnight Holstein steers ninety two to ninety eight. Choice Holstein seventy eight to ninety two with your standard select steers and heifers and heavyweight cattle at seventy eight in town. Replacement calf market steady with the top Holstein bull calves at ninety to a dollar thirty five. Heifer calves at twenty to seventy and the good beef type calves at two dollars to two ninety five a pound. And just a reminder that on this next Thursday, January seventh, will be our next dairy feeder cattle sale. Dairy cattle starting at 12 o'clock, followed at 12.30 with the feeders. And this has been Rod Knutson at the Equity Livestock Market at Sparta. Have a good day. Thank you, Rod. You have a good day, too, down there at Sparta Equity Barn. Let's go over to Stratford Equity. And Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Good morning, Jerry, and Happy New Year. Well, good morning to you, Bob, and same to you. Thank you. Happy New Year. And, uh, well, I know it's, it would be nice if we had a little sun, but uh, I tell you what, for 20, what is it, 21 degrees here on January 5th, can't complain and that's above zero too you know yep we haven't had many wind chills or minus signs to talk about well day one is in for the week looking at day two over there at stratford get us caught up i will do that bob thank you good morning everyone a summary from yesterday monday here at equity stratford we'll start out with the uh, uh cow auction yesterday market cows a steady steady tone yesterday high yielding fleshy cows selling from 55 to up top of 63 and a half Majority of the cows in yesterday's sale, your average cows are selling from 40 to 54. Thinner cows, lighter carcass cows, those are below $40. On the bull trade, your better quality bulls are selling mostly from 70 to 80. Lighter weight bulls, 64 and down. On the fat cattle trade, choice grading Holstein steers, mostly from 85 to 95. Select grading cattle, underfinished cattle, 82 and down. On the calf market, a strong market on Holstein bull calves yesterday. Uh, again, buyers are quite selective, though, but uh, the real sharp 9,230-pound bull calves are selling from 70 all the way up to 150 on the top end yesterday. Heifer calves, mostly from 20 to 40. Uh, your good quality beef calves, also in good demand, 100 to 230. And black calves yesterday, up to 260. Today, Tuesday in Stratford, we have a busy day on tap. We start this morning at 10 o'clock, hay and straw auction, followed at 11 o'clock by the dairy sale. Also do sell organic market cows today, and regular market auction on market cows uh, will follow the dairy sale. So, again, that is the sale schedule here for today, Tuesday. Tomorrow, Wednesday, we start at 10 o'clock with the market auction. We also sell sheep, hogs, and goats on Wednesday and baby calves. And don't forget, feeder cattle sale tomorrow. That is a new time start. So, uh, Bob, I guess uh, normal marketing week as far as that goes, and we don't really have any concerns about cold weather or, you know, really cold weather. This is that's pretty decent. Maybe we can go down. I don't know. You'll have to, when you talk to Kelly tomorrow, I'm sure we're probably not in record warm territory for a month, but it would be interesting to see what, uh, I don't know, I can't remember in the late, uh, I mean, in the, you know, a few years back that it's been this warm, so it's been a while. Yeah, consistently this warm. We've had, you know, days or two that will shoot up but then get back to more cold temperatures, but it hasn't happened so far, so we'll see how long our luck holds out. Have a good one, Jerry. We'll talk to you in the morning. You too, Bob. Enjoy the day, and thank you. There you go. Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. 14 minutes now before 6 o'clock, 17 degrees out there. We'll get... Partly cloudy, partly sunny. Hopefully we'll see some sun today. 
That should put us uh, into the 30s. Should get above freezing today. Living in a rural area can be difficult when you're in need of high-speed internet service, and it's hard to get. Call Clark Electric Appliance and Satellite in Greenwood. Three different speeds of internet service, 12, 25, or even 30 megabytes per second. And right now, you can enjoy no activation fee, free basic installation, and $20 off your first three-month service. Call Clark Electric Appliance and Satellite at 1-866-279-6544 and get your Viasat internet today. Some restrictions do apply. Viasat may prioritize data with the unlimited data plans once you reach a data mark. Monthly service lease fee in addition to monthly package fee. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, 17 degrees, a little fog out there this morning. Let's get over to Tree Livestock in Thorpe. Michelle is with us. Good morning, Michelle. Hey, good morning, Bob. Well, it's still dark, but uh, did you look out? You got fog out there. Was it foggy when you came home last night from the sale? Oh, it was very foggy when yeah. I came home last night. Yeah, yeah. that's what I thought. But, it you know, was. it's like... I love the uh, I love the trees and the way they're looking, you know, with all the frost on them and stuff. It's beautiful, but I want some sun too. Uh, maybe today, Just but that's about it. Sun. Not much coming yeah. up this week. That is for sure. So you'll have to sunny up our day today. Give us the market report from last night over at Tree Livestock. All right. Sure, Bob. Thank you. I'll give you the summary of what happened last night at Tree Livestock. Summing up the sale from Monday, January 4th. The slaughter cow market topped at 62 with a consignment by Darren Noel of Fall Creek. 81% of the cows were from 42 and higher. Market cows were 54 to 62. Low-yielding cows 43 to 53. Thin and weak cows 42 and lower. In the Holstein steer market, choice and prime 84 to 95. Selects were 83 and down. For B-type steers and heifers, choice 86 to 98. Selects were 85 and lower. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 65 to 76, with the utilities at 64 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull calves sold from 65 to $118 per head. We topped at 122 with consignment by B&D Farms of Greenwood. Lighter and lower quality calves, $25 per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were 10 to $25 per head. Beef calves, 90 to $275 per head. In the hog market, there was no test on the butcher styles were 20 to 33 boars were 15 and below our next sale will be tomorrow wednesday january 6th we'll start with calves at 5 p.m for tomorrow's sale we have a consignment of 20 hogs if you have any questions or you need trucking give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127 and don't forget to check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com for all of us at Turin livestock your family owned an upgrade market have a great day. Have a great day, too. One of the nice things about this, though, when you're out for your morning constitutional walk, you don't have to worry about ice. Pretty clear. Yeah, it is, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> That's true. I just it's you like, got to try and know, see the bright side of things. Yes, yes. Well, see, I thought it was supposed to be somewhat sunny yesterday afternoon, so I was all excited, and then we got snow, and I'm like, oh my gosh i thought the sun was supposed to come out today so i guess i wasn't really paying attention no, and maybe. now hopefully today maybe today but it's beautiful out oh it is it's gorgeous it is. morning yeah get out and do it see what uh, see what's happening outside all right well you do the best you can enjoying the weather we'll talk to you later in the week sounds good take care there she goes that's michelle over train livestock in thorpe almost 10 minutes to five 10 minutes to six here at wax Hi, I'm Gibby the Goldfish, and I've got a New Year's resolution you can do in one minute. No, we can't help you lose all those pounds, and to take that dream vacation will definitely be more than a minute. 
But the one thing you can do is pick up that phone and contact my water experts at Gibson's Water Care for a free home analysis. Just one minute can get you on the path to the best water. Locally owned, American-made products. Go online to Gibson's Water Care. Happy New Year. Gibson's Water For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you're not alone. Call the 24-hour helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And let's wrap up the sale barn activity. Go over to uh, the Zombrota sale barn. Here's Pat Mickla. In the cattle division, we had beef steers at 97 to $1.09 with the mixed grading steers bringing 80 to 97 The beef heifers, 97.50 to $1.09, mixed grading 70 to 96 We had dairy steers trading 86.50 to 95.50. Select grades, they brought from 60 to 86 And we had dairy cross steers and heifers from 90 to $1.675. Market cows traded mostly 50 to 69. Thin shelly cows were at 15 to 49. And market bulls traded mostly from 59 to 86. And market hogs, 230 to 280 pounds, were at 35. We had no tests down the sow market. And we had some heavyweight boars in over 300 pounds at 1250. In the sheep and goat division, market lambs, we had new crop a dollar fifty-five to two thirty-five. We had some old crop bringing up to a dollar twenty-five. Fifty to seventy pound feeder lambs, a dollar seventy-five to two seventy-five. Seventy to one hundred ten pounds brought a dollar ninety to two sixty. Slaughter used utility and goods from sixty-five to a dollar twenty-five. And in the goat division, small goats, 40 to 60 pounds, were bringing from 170 to $235. 70 to 90 pounds from 175 to 285. Goats weighing 90 to 100 pounds, 285 to 390, with the nanny goats ranging from 170 to 30250 per head. And also a quick reminder, coming up this Thursday, January 7th, will be our next special feeder cattle sale getting started at 10 o'clock. Then also coming up this Saturday, January 9th, will be the next hay and bedding auction. If you have any questions, give Big John a call at 507-259-7244. Synergy Cooperative, customer-owned, community-minded. Synergy's customers enjoy a wide variety of services, from C-stores with tire and automotive service, agricultural services including feed delivery or pickup at feed mills, to energy with propane delivery directly to you. Synergy Cooperative's customers receive superior customer service. Synergy Cooperative also strives for a strong and loyal presence in the communities they serve in northwest Wisconsin. Customer-owned, community-minded. That's Synergy Cooperative, here to serve you. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And taking a look at the rest of our markets, grain and dairy markets, courtesy of Synergy Cooperative. On the Board of Trade, things are looking pretty good. This morning, March corn up a penny at 485. The oats also a penny at 357. Wheat at 643. March soybeans. 17 cents higher at 13.30. Meal up 3.30 a ton at $427 even. Country elevator prices out at uh, Custer's in Chippewa Falls. Wheat and grain service, that is. Their uh, Chippewa Falls wheat location corn today, 
432, the beans at 1272 at Connersville, corn 427, beans at 1265, Doomer's Grain Service in Holman, 430 on the corn, 1263 on the soybeans, Buck Country Grain in Arcadia, 430 on the corn, and 1263 on the soybeans. And on our DTN screen, corn at Golden Plump today is 445 at the Countryside Elevators at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek. Corn is 432, beans 1265 at Osseo, 439 and 1265. Over at Stevens Point, the soybeans today cashing at 1262. Out at Elk Mound, corn 434, beans 1263. At Sparta, 440 on the corn, 1267 on the soybeans. Ellsworth, corn 424, beans at 1265 at the ethanol plants. Boyceville, corn price today is 449 or 441. Stanley is 437. New Richmond, 433. Cheese prices, butter lower yesterday, barrels down six, 148 and a quarter. The blocks down three and a quarter, 161 and three quarters. Butter down two and a half, 139 and a half. Class three prices were also lower yesterday. January down 38, 1542. February down 37 at 1712. March down 23 at 1728. April down 14 at 1723. May down 15 at 1724. Once again, kind of foggy out there today, but for January, I got to say this is nice and warm. We're looking for temperatures all above freezing today as we're looking for partly cloudy to hopefully partly sunny skies later on in the day. And then the rest of the week, though, don't look for any sun. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, low 30s, upper 20s under partly cloudy to cloudy sky conditions. 17 right now around the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area. It's foggy out there, so be careful. Wax 104.5.